we can't let fear stop us from doing what God has called us to do. And we just got to trust in Him and He will guide us every step of the way. And I guess that's just what I try to do is just trust in God and uh, give every little frustration or doubt to Him and He'll take care of it. This is First Person, and today we'll meet a woman who not only possesses great skill, but has been called of God to exercise great courage in her young life. We'll meet Bethany Hamilton, whose life story is about to be told through the new movie, Soul Surfer. Welcome to this week's edition of our program. I'm Wayne Shepherd. It's always nice to have you join us, whether online or on the radio. First Person is meant to remind us all of how God redeems and redirects a life which is offered to Him without reservation. Each week, we talk with a guest who tells us their story of God's faithful hand in shaping who they are. And in addition to this week's guest, you'll find all of our previous programs online for listening anytime at firstpersoninterview.com. Just click on the Listen Now button at firstpersoninterview.com. Well, over a year ago, I met Bethany Hamilton on the set of Soul Surfer as the movie was being made. Bethany's whole Christian family surrounded her making the movie, just as they surrounded her that day when she was 13 years old and a shark bit off her arm, seemingly ending a promising surfing career. But God had other plans for Bethany, and she now is one of the top-ranked women surfers in the world. Soul Surfer will be released in theaters in just a few days, and I recently talked with Bethany about the film. Um, making Soul Surfer was incredible. Um, my family and I have actually been working on it for about five years and um it's kind of been jumping back and forth from this to this and we've gone over several scripts and it's been quite an adventure and journey just to get to where we are now and um, it's actually quite a relief to have it finally finished and now it's getting ready to come out in theaters and um yeah it's been really exciting and amazing and um but very technical and and difficult at times and but very rewarding, and um, we just have a sense of, like, well done, like, by the end of this, the, now, now seeing the final product, and um, yeah, so it's, it's good. What was important to you to make sure that it came through in this movie? What was the most important thing to you? Um, well, I guess as a family, we all wanted, of course, God to get the glory, because he has been the center focus of our life, and just for him to be honored and in. The, throughout the whole film and and just how our personal relationship with him has been a stronghold for every little detail of our life and everything that we've been through and then we also wanted the surfing to come out really well and um just to be portrayed properly you know how hollywood can kind of get surfing wrong and <laughs> we've seen that in some of the um, movies in the past so the surfing turned out really good, and that's another fun aspect to the film. I want to talk to you about both those things uh, and about the surfing because um, I've seen the film. Uh, I saw it for the first time just last night prior to this conversation, and the surfing scenes are phenomenal. I mean, is that yeah. is that normal? I mean, you you look at it with a little different eye as a professional, but how did it how did it come about to be so good? Yeah, well, um, women surfing is, is has really taken us another level, and um, <clears throat> that was one exciting part for me because I I did a lot of the one arm stunt surfing in the second half of the film. I mean, there's not too many one arm surfers out there, so it's cool to be able to play my own character in, in the surfing aspect of it. Yeah, it's actually a really hard thing to shoot because the ocean is moving, and you got to get waterproof cameras and 
get everyone here at the right time and then you have to get good waves and the surfer has to be performing well but um it was a lot of my good friends that I surf with all the time um came over to Oahu to surf in the film and um my friend Alana who I grew up with and who was there during the shark attack and all she um did her own stunt surfing too so it was really cool I get the feeling you guys are used to being kind of free spirits out there in the water and then all of a sudden the movie crew shows up and you got to do everything probably 10 times and catch a wave that they're all going to be happy with yeah I mean it was kind of crazy because if the sun wasn't out perfectly good then we would have to sit around and wait and then you have to wait for them to set up the camera gear and all these little details and then plus you have to wear the wardrobe and accordingly like you have to wear like this wardrobe for this scene so it's all these little details and all you want to do is just go out there and surf um but it was a cool experience it was really it was fun to be a part of as you mentioned you were your own well i wouldn't say you're your own stunt double you you actually played yourself in the water on those surfing scenes but anna sophia rob plays you in the movie yeah what kind of relationship with anna sophia and a, a friendship developed there Yes, Anna Sophia Rob is a young actress. Um, she's just starting out, and I had seen her in a couple of movies prior to um, that she had done, like Bridge of Terabithia and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And, um, she's actually a believer as well, and so it was really cool when she came out to Hawaii. We just got to get to know each other, and she kind of picked my brain on how I live my life and and stuff. She was just curious about, and you know, so she could become like really figure out this role that she's playing and it's interesting that I'm still alive and young and we can relate to each other in a lot of different things so and then I got to teach her how to surf and um yeah it was really fun getting to know her and um she did an amazing job and I'm so happy that she was the girl chosen to play my part. You know, I want to go back to the surfing for just a moment because there was one scene in particular where you were, I don't, I don't know what the terminology is, you, <laughs> you know what I don't, but you were inside a wave. I mean, you were in the barrel of this wave. Yeah, that's it, the right term. Was the right? I was in the barrel. It was phenomenal. <laughs> Do you do that all the time? Um, I love to get barreled. It's one of my favorite things about surfing. The feeling is indescribable and um, it's just very special and um, it's actually quite challenging too. So, um, but I do it quite often, like just depending on the waves, you got to go to certain waves that have that shape to them. And, um, you know, oftentimes they're really challenging. So you got to like, you know, work at it and try to get in there. It looks impossible to me. I don't know how you do it, <laughs> <laughs> but it's something you, it's come, I mean, doesn't, it comes naturally in a sense, but you've really worked at it as well. Yeah. You? I mean, yeah. it's been a lot of time in the water. It's been like four to six hours a day surfing and so over time you eventually figure it out and and learning how to read the wave and what the wave is doing it's um yeah it's something that you have to work at Hmm. Uh, you mentioned your friendship with Anna Sophia and I I was on the set briefly when the movie was being made uh, just very briefly but I really got a sense that there was a family atmosphere your own family was close at hand of course they were there as a part of your brothers were right there, the integral part of the making of this movie. Yes. Your mom and dad were there. Mm-hmm. But did, I mean, you must have felt this family, this larger family than you're used to, huh? Um, for sure. I mean, that was, it was really fun being on the set every day and everyone was very passionate, but passionate about our story. And we all had a somewhat similar goal in making the project turn out the best it could be. And um, made some really good friends and yeah it's just really it was a fun time and it's sad to see everyone go off and about and start making new films mm-hmm. and doing their own thing um 
But every time we all see it, we can all just remember the good times we had. Any inside production stories or uh, any stories you can tell on Sean McNamara or anybody, your director, anybody like uh, that? Sean is awesome. I really enjoyed him. Um, he is just a miracle in my eyes. Like just um, he, he really um, kept it personal between my family and I. Or my family and I is just ha- having us a part of like decision making process and influencing like the script and um, just different scenes and how to make it more accurate. And mm-hmm. he's a surfer too, right? <laughs> yeah, he surfs. And um, one thing that was really cool I liked um, was Dennis started surfing because of the film, and he got totally hooked on surfing. And, Dennis Quaid. Yeah, Dennis Quaid, and he's more of a golfer, and he would pick surfing over golfing like every chance he got and um helen surfs as well and we all kind of got hooked and like um one day my parents my mom hadn't surfed in a couple years because she's just kind of lost her spark for it and um just got distracted with other stuff and um helen made her go out surfing and so that was really fun just to get my mom in the water I bet. and um yeah, it's just a group of us all just having fun in the water. Now, you grew up in Hawaii as a surfing family. Your mom and dad were surfers when they met. Yeah, And they just passed it on to you kids, huh? Yeah, um, both my parents um, moved to Hawaii to surf, and that's where they met each other. And then my two older brothers are very talented wave riders as well. And we all kind of have this passion for riding bigger waves. And um, so we all kind of just go out there and have fun, and we all, like, when we want to go surf, we all kind of just stop and say, okay, well, go surf. Yeah. Uh, Bethany, when I visited the set, we were there a few days, uh, including a Sunday, and we went to church, as did a lot of the crew and the cast, and <laughs> you and your family were there at church yeah. that day. And then after church, we're driving back to where we were staying, and somebody said, there's Bethany out in the water. You had left church quickly. Oh, really? You, you're all by yourself, but you're out there, you know, riding these waves, just what, just having a good time, just practicing? What were you doing? Yeah, I mean, surfing's my life. Um, I'm a pro- professional surfer, so I spend a majority of my day surfing and training for that and um, just bettering the best, be- trying to become the best surfer I can be. And um, yeah, I just love being out there. And um, it's just my way of just kind of breaking away from everything else. When the accident happened, uh, your youth leader, Sarah Hill, became a very important person. I'm sure she was important to you before the accident as well. But tell me about Sarah and what she means to you. Yes, um, Sarah has been one of my best friends since I was like eight or nine. And even though she's older, she has this young, fun like aspect to her. And just real, we can go and just go surf or hang at the beach or... Um, or go um, just go and read the Bible together. And so she's just been a really good influence on my life. And um, Carrie Underwood actually starred as Sarah in the movie. And she's one of my favorite characters um, just because I love Sarah so much. <laughs> and um, you can kind of see that aspect of how Sarah was influencing me. And, um, you know, um, Carrie did an amazing job. She was just, um, it was one of her first major big films. And, you know, she really nailed it so mm-hmm. that was cool to it's see. important to you that sarah be portrayed correctly then yeah and carrie did a great job mm-hmm. um sarah had her own surfing accident yeah um, before yours and that really stopped her from surfing as i understand at least for a time 
Um, yeah, well, Sarah has been just an athletic girl since she was young. Um, she was just fin- finishing up high school, and she had a scholarship for water polo, and she was surfing one day because that was just more of her recreational fun sport. And um, she ended up breaking her back because she hit the sand in a bad way, and she didn't really know it. She just kind of was like, oh, something's wrong. She sat in a chair for a day. Went to a doctor. They said she was fine. She just needed a rest. But she had actually broken her back, and she ended up laying in a bed for a year. Mm. And my, my reason for bringing that up is that, is there a sense, do you feel that maybe the Lord kind of put her in your path because she had experienced some adversity when you experienced adversity, and she kind of knew what, what, to, what you were going to go through, right? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think God like can coordinate all us people to, encourage each other and be there for each other and you know as much as Sarah can encourage me I can encourage her as well in in certain things because we all go through rough times and it comes and goes comes and goes and um, ultimately we just got to encourage each other to trust in Jesus and love him more and um, just devote our lives to him and Sarah's still surfing today and um, she just devotes her life to youth ministry and just just always having kids around her and she's just she's great we'll continue this conversation with bethany hamilton in a few moments she'll talk about the courage god gave her after the shark attack next time on first person dr robbie zachariah speaks to the issue of living for god If we find our identity in our own strength or some other thing we have attained along the way, we will not delight the Lord. And if your goal in life is to delight the Lord, you should have that healthy reverence. Join us for a first-person conversation with international evangelist Ravi Zacharias next time here on First Person. At the end of today's program with Bethany Hamilton, we'll put links to her Soul Surfer movie and an associated Bible study that goes along with it as well. Continuing to talk to Bethany, I ask her about a favorite Bible verse. Um, Well, one verse that I really like to refer to is 2 Timothy 1.7, and it's, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And that just reminds me, it's like, we can't let fear stop us from doing what God has called us to do and we just got to trust in him and he will guide us every step of the way and I guess that's just what I try to do is just trust in God and um, give every little frustration or doubt to him and he'll take care of it. Your story is so inspiring. You know that. You know the effect it has on everyone including young people your age and younger. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm sure you've heard from people all over the world including kids, teens, preteens, what do you say to them? What do you feel any uh, kinship with these uh, around the world that have written to you? And um, it's it's exciting because I I get a lot of letters and emails and stuff, and um, oftentimes I can I've been a good influence on their life, and um, but at the same time, oftentimes I'll get letters of encouragement to me that it'll only encourage me and just help me to just be thankful for what God is doing and. Um, So it goes in a circle, you know. I Mm -hmm. encourage people, they encourage me, we all encourage each other. (laughs) (laughs) But young people especially. Yeah, definitely a large uh, group of young people. um, But at the same time, I've had every age um, write letters to me. So Mm -hmm. I think it can 
you know, got to all different ages. But you're aware of the fact that you, you are someone they can look up to, someone they can identify with. You're not that much further. You're, what, 20 years old? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not that much further ahead than a 14 or 15-year-old who maybe is struggling with self-esteem or some mm-hmm. adversity in their life. And do you sense that that role as a, as a model, so to, so to speak? Um, I guess. I mean, I try not to, like, dwell on the fact that I'm kind of a role model for a lot of young kids. You just want to be you. Yeah, I just want to be me and um, just do what I love, which is surfing. And I'm just pressing on with my goals and, and at the same time just um, seeking God and, and what He has for us. And I think ultimately we all can be a role model for someone hmm. in one way or another. And um, it doesn't necessarily have to be this huge, like, star or whatever. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot of good role models, so it's exciting to know that I can um, just be a role model by what I'm doing. Bethany, is it true that you were actually back in the water, what, not much more than a month after your arm was taken? Yeah, it was less than a month, and um, I couldn't have waited much longer. I went out as soon as the doctor said I could, actually a day earlier than he said I was allowed to. Do you remember the feeling when you first set foot back in the water? Um, I mean, I was a little nervous, but super excited and just, um, happy to just give it a chance and not sure if I could do it. But, um, once I got up on my third, I think it was my third or fourth wave and I rode it all the way in and it was just really just exciting feeling, just uh, tears of joy and, um, just knowing that I could still surf. Such a great story, and you have such a positive attitude about it, and yet you're human. There had to be some discouragement set in. Talk about that time and, and how you feel the Lord kind of overcame that for you. Yeah, that's one aspect in the movie that it shows really um, what my family and I struggled with and our high and our low points, and ultimately we just got to give our problems to God, and, and He'll take care of it. And um, also it just showed me struggling with learning how to surf with one arm and adapt to that. and. You just got to take it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. In the movie, you're struggling with the discouragement, and I'm not sure how much of this matches up with real life, but yeah. it's basically a true story. But you're in this time of discouragement. You take the mission trip with Sarah and, and other young people to Thailand. This is after the tsunami had hit. What did that trip do for you? Did it give perspective? Did it help overcome some of the discouragement you may have been feeling? Um, at the time, I, I can't fully remember exactly what was going on in my head, but... Thailand was amazing. Um, What my main focus kind of was when I was there was helping people overcome their fear of the water. And a lot of the kids from this particular village that I went to, like, hadn't touched the water since the tsunami. And um, the Thai culture spends a lot of their time fishing and and water activity type lifestyle. And um, so it was cool to get them out in the water and, and show that if I can continue surfing after a shark bit me, my arm and took it took that away from me, um, they can, even though they've been through so much and many of them had lost their family members and, and just gnarly stuff had happened to them at such a young age. And um, so it was just a really good experience, a good learning experience to just be thankful for mm-hmm. everything and everyone that you so have. So in a in sense, it life. was kind of therapy for you as well, wasn't it? Yeah, always definitely like... Anytime going on that kind of trip where it's, it's, you're devoting your time to other people. And I think that's something that's really important is that God calls us to put him first and others second and then ourselves. And nowadays I just feel like in life, like a lot of stuff is just really selfishly based and 
people are trying to make themselves happier by whatever they think they can find joy and happiness in and they end up not finding it and I think it's important to just know that it's God that should be first and we are second you know I think it's true for many of us that we find ourselves through serving others that that's what happened to you yeah for sure <laughs> mm-hmm. what is the message you like to communicate when you're put in front of a group of uh, young people and Suddenly, Bethany Hamilton, the professional surfer, is there, and she's got such a great testimony. What's the basic message you like to communicate? I mean, I guess it just varies depending on day to day, but um, what comes to mind now is, like, I'm just like everyone else. I'm, I'm not up on a pedestal or whatever. I have my struggles. I go through hard times, and I just constantly, what it is, is just trusting in God day to day and um, giving your whole heart to Him. And I think especially... Um, if you're younger and you're you're growing up and just trying to figure out life, I mean, don't let the world just make uh, make you believe the lies that you have to be this way or that way. But just be yourself and and just try to honor God in everything that you do. And um, you know, especially young girls, like purity, I think is something that's really important. Just to wait for your marriage, you know, it's worth waiting for, and it's something that I'm. Um, doing and I'm definitely just focused on God right now and waiting for the right time um, when God picks that particular person, you know. Given all the media attention you've had, it has to be your family that's really, you know, kept you rooted and grounded, uh, kept you being just Bethany instead of this uh, world uh, star, so to speak, you know. You have to be grateful for mom and dad and your brothers. Yeah, I definitely have a really good family and um, we all kind of have our own own little jobs in this whole process and both my brothers my one brother older brother is a photographer and the other one's a videographer and they're both just um really strong just they both have their own touch in in our family's life and my mom and dad are just always there for me and encouraging me and on top of that I have a really good group of friends that are all off and about in the world right now because we're at that age where some are at college some are traveling and um, they have just been a huge impact in my life as well. I want to ask you about the professional part of your surfing career now. What are you excited about? And I think I got to go to Indonesia with one of my sponsors, Rip Curl, and we kind of have this theme of like searching for waves. And I was with three group of girls that were just a really fun group of girls, and we got to just go and um, surf and travel to new places that not many people get to see, and mm-hmm. it was just really beautiful. And there's so many excitements to pro surfing that um, I'm just blessed to partake in. You're living a dream, aren't you? <laughs> Definitely. And it's nice that I can do all this, but at the same time know that um, I can be a light for God at the same time. Bethany, thank you so much. Uh, God bless you for being you and <laughs> in, in not being shaped into something that somebody else wanted to create you to be, but just being who God wants you to be. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's been good. Bethany's story is truly remarkable, a modern-day testament to what Paul said in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. If you joined us late and would like to hear the complete conversation with Bethany Hamilton, you can visit firstpersoninterview.com and click on the Listen Now button. In addition to the program archive, there's also a calendar of upcoming guests who will be joining us. And there's always our Facebook page, and you can find us there as well. You heard Bethany discussing the new movie Soul Surfer, which debuts across America in a few days. There's a great companion website which offers ministry resources and a Bible study. It's soulsurferwave.com, and you'll find it linked at firstpersoninterview.com. 
Next time, our guest will be Dr. Ravi Zacharias. Ravi is a writer, speaker, evangelist, but we're going to talk about how God first reached his heart when he was a struggling teenager trying to commit suicide. Join us for the conversation with Ravi Zacharias next week. With thanks to my producer and friend Joe Carlson, I'm Wayne Shepherd. Join us next week for First Person.